before I could ever do it. Another one called Hero Daddy. I tell you what, I bet I listened to that song a hundred times, and every time, a hundred times, I was still crying every time I heard it. <laughs> every time I heard it, I still cried. Called Hero Daddy. My, 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 my. What God can do for you in about two or three minutes is amazing. Father, I love you. And here I am again asking you to help me. We all are, Lord. We ask you to help us, to strengthen us, Lord, and to carry us on another day. Forgive us the past days, Lord, where we fell short, where we let you down, where we might have said something or done something that was displeasing to you and should and possibly hurt other people. We ask you to forgive us for that. Help us, Lord, each and every day. Help us this day. Give me the words to say, Master. Help my ears to be tuned to your voice that I will say the things that you'd have me to say. Lift someone up. Help us go another day. Be with all the ministers across this land, Lord, that's standing up for you and trying to do your will. In your precious, precious name, amen. Praise the Lord in all his glory. <clears throat> I'll tell you what, it was, Peggy was singing that song this morning. Philip and then Shirley got up and sang about the valley and uh, talking about trials and and uh, temptations and things like that and every time I hear that I go to thinking about a trial being sickness your family members sick real sick you know, may lose one of your family members. That's a trial. Uh, or your son or your daughter's on drugs or whatever. There's so many things that could be that they could cause them harm that you think that is a trial. And uh, it can even be coming to church. Things happen in a church which you love dearly, and you say, "Man, what a trial." we got to go through that. But friend, personally, I'm going to tell you what a trial is to me. I was sitting there this morning, and I'm thinking, man. So what do you worry more about, Bob? And I know I mean, maybe worry is the wrong word. What are you concerned about? What's the biggest trial to you? What's a trial that seems to never end? From the day I was saved to this day today, it's still there. I've been going through a trial for 15 years. And I may take it to the grave with me. I wish it was just one. But anything that is displeasing to the Lord in your life, to me as a trial because nothing bothers me more than to displease him good example temper got a bad temper guy say something to you man you snap his head off so man I'll knock your teeth out now you think God is going to have you ever thought about that or said that just in a spare moment you get out like a temper you think God likes that 
Man, I mean, he's quick. You ain't got it out of your mouth. And wow, God said, son, you shouldn't have said that. You said that yesterday. And I told you not to say that. And last week you said it, and then you prayed, and here you're doing it again. Now, he don't holler at you. You know, God don't holler. He don't have to holler at me. Sometimes he don't even say nothing except son. You know, God is a, as I say, is a man of few words. He can write a book in one word. He says, son. And I mean, you search your whole life. And I start thinking, not only did I open my mouth, but I start thinking of the other hundred things I'd done that was wrong. And all he did was say, son. That's right. Man, it ain't sickness that's killing me. It's me that's killing me. And it's you that's killing you. I know. So you know what? You don't say, Bob, you don't know. Yeah, I do. I know, you know, because I'm flesh and blood just like you. And you ain't no different than me. And you don't know no other Lord except the one I know. You say, well, I know a different one. No, you don't. <laughs> the ain't one. The ain't one. I know him personally. Because he just stretched me out, and I'm telling you, and ringed me out with one word, son. And just as loving. That's a trial, friend. And I've been going through it for 15 years. You say, well, are you any better? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. I'm a lot better. I'm a lot better. Are you there yet? Man, I, don't even, I ain't even close to being there. I am still so bad. I don't know why he puts up with me. You too. Philip knows he's a rascal. I know it too, because God told me one night. It was about five years ago. <laughs> and we was at the altar praying when God told me. And I told Philip too. He also told me about Peggy. He told me, I still, I still remember it, Peggy. He said, tell her I really love her. God told me. Then I went and told Philip. I said, Philip, you better not mess with Peggy. God told me he really loves her. <laughs> not that he had done anything too, Peggy. I just tell you. I said, my goodness, nobody, God never stood. But anyway, God will talk to you. Got to talk to you. And he'll tell you to tell people some things sometimes because they need it at that time. And you don't have no idea what, you, what you're doing. He'll talk to you. I mean, four or five words from the Lord's a lot. Mm-mm-mm. Trials. Lord, remove that valley. That mountain. And sometimes, I, you know, a valley and a mountain can be the same thing, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't, sometimes I can't even see the difference. I don't know why I'm in the valley or trying to go through a mountain. I mean, I don't know which one. I, I, I don't seem to ever be up here. You know the only time I ever get up there? Only time I'm ever up on a mountain is when I'm in God's house. Now you think about it. You're either in a service with him, with his people, singing praise to him, and I mean, that's when you get on a mountain. Woo. You ever got through church service and nobody leaves? Nah, I have. I've been there. You stand there 30 minutes, look around, ain't nobody going nowhere. They all hanging around the back, talking, laughing, and everything. You ever been in church service before where you almost run over each other to get out? Big difference. And you know when there's a difference too. Now those times I get on a mountaintop. Man, sometimes I feel like I better chain me to a pew because here I'm going to go. You, know, you just feel like running. 
I was reading this scripture here in Peter. I've been reading this chapter 1 here a long time. I'm in Peter. 1 Peter. Read some things here to you. Hey, you know the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost. It's something, man. It's something. You say, what makes you say that? Well, first of all, he give it to me. And man, it makes me, it straightens me out, I'm telling you. It convicts me. I must have a, a, a I don't know whether I got a stronger one. Convict, I got a convicting Holy Spirit. I mean, he just jumps all over me. I mean, all the time. He, he just said, Son, I say, Lord, do I ever do, you ever ask the Lord if you ever do anything right? He said, Lord, did I, do I ever do anything right? You know how I'll answer you? He'll say, have I got you done something for me? I said, well, yes, sir. And he said, what? I said, well, we, we do that truck stop. He said, you think if you wasn't doing this a little bit right, I'd let you still be there? You think he's going to let you stand up for him, sing his songs year after year after year? If you're not doing a little bit right, and when you really get down, God, I say, son, you're doing all right. Go on. You ever done that to you? I mean, man, you can get so low you can't read the Bible. Say, oh, no, you can't get that low. Well, stand back, friend, it's coming. But I've been so low before, you can't pray. You know all you can say is, Lord, help me. That's all you can do. You ain't got enough spirit in you to even, to even pray. You can't pray. Uh, you can't read the Bible. You, all you do is ask somebody, say, hey, uh, beg you, pray for me, would you? I need, I need your prayers. There's a song out. I think they're singing, cook singing. So somebody call my name out in prayer tonight. That person's hurting. You know why they're hurting? Because they've done something that they feel so guilty about, like I was talking about before. Man, that's a trial. When you let God down, that is a definite trial. Man, it is to me. It is to me. Oh. I'm at 1 Peter, 1st chapter. Let's start with uh, 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath forgotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. Who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Wherein you greatly rejoice, though now for a season. If need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations. That the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Now, a trial of your faith, what is that? What is that? Is that sickness? Does that try your faith? To me, in my life, it's letting the Lord down. I said, Lord, you got to straighten me out. He said, son, how can I straighten you out 
without trials. That's right. You know, that's right. 